to this thing we keep and dip into when we need and I don't have the right to ask where you go at night but the waves hit my head to think someone's in your bed I get a little bit Genghis Khan I want you to get it on with nobody else but me with nobody else but me I get a little bit Genghis Khan Don't want you to get it on with nobody else but me With nobody else but me That was a little Genghis Khan from Mike Snow Hope you guys enjoyed that. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Jeremiah Watkins, coming to you live from Jeremiah Wonders Studio. Yes, indeed, folks, we're back. Hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving weekend. Hope you had a good holiday. And what better treat to bring you after Thanksgiving than an episode with the Kill Tony Band. You're going to hear Chroma Chris talk today, everybody. Ah, the fans asked for it. They're getting it. And of course, my pal Joel Berg is in the house. We had a great time. A little bit more on that later. Got some quick announcements to do. Guys, uh-oh, I think, yep, Cat Burglar is about to take over the podcast. Hold on. Bonjour, it is Cat Burglar. Here is a very important message for all of you people listening to Jeremiah Wonders. Catbegler t-shirts. Have you gotten one yet? Today is Cyber Monday sale at jeremiahwatkins.tv slash shop. $5 off when you use the promo code Catbegler. All lowercase. One word. Get them at jeremiahwatkins.tv slash shop. Catbegler. Wow, I can't believe that Catbegler just came on to shamelessly self-promote his t-shirt on my website and if i heard him right jeremiahwatkins.tv slash shop five dollars off with promo code cat burglar only today on cyber monday that's right if not if you didn't catch this in time then go back to the website another day i'm doing pre-orders they ship out on december 8th to get to you before christmas time that's right people get your cat burglar t-shirts wow they're hot detroit and toronto What's up, guys? I had to cancel those gigs. I want to make sure that you guys get refunds on those tickets. But uh, November 29th, I'll be headlining the Rec Room in Huntington Beach in California. And I'm bringing Lee Syatt from the Church of What's Happening Now and former guest on Jeremiah Wonders. That'll be a great show on Thursday. So come check that out. What up? Yeah, guys. I had a uh, I had a good weekend. Actually, that was one of the songs that I learned over the weekend was that Mike Snow song. I'm also... I'm going to try to start challenging myself to, to learn learn a new song on guitar every week. Build up my repertoire. Yes, indeedy. Uh, I think that'd be a, a good idea. Good thing to um, get more skillful at. I'm trying to build up my, my talents and skills for Reagan and Watkins all the time. So there you go. I want to thank the sponsors of this show. Speedweed at Speedweed on Twitter. Hit up Gino if you want that marijuana delivery service. That icky icky, that sticky sticky, that blue blue, that yum yum. It's Gino at Speedweight. 
Bronx Born Pizza in Bend, Oregon at Bronx Born Pizza, or you can head on over to Gray Block Pizza in Santa Monica. Yeah. I went up and spent the weekend in uh, Danville. Uh, that's where my wife is from. There's this great sandwich shop called Domenico's that, uh, man, Joel's had it, and it is uh, it is quite delish. I would highly recommend if you're in that area. I've also eaten at that restaurant called Bridges. A long time ago, anyway, that was the restaurant featured in the famous Mrs. Doubtfire scene when Robin Williams is going back and forth between the bathrooms trying to con his family and then also his his new boss into uh, being two different people. Mm. That good, good Mrs. Doubtfire. Can't get enough of it. I want to give you guys a little preview of this episode. Very excited. Uh... So we got another hot one from DJ McRae, giving you a little taste of what's to come. Kill, 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 kill Tony band action today. Joel Berg, Chroma Chris, Jeremiah Watkins saying, I play bass, 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 bass. bass. Oh, I think it'll sound better if you do it like this. Bass, 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 bass. Totally accident that I uh, showed all of the ladies that picture though. Jolper gets it in, dog. Good grief. Oh, little spoiler alert. Yes, Jolena might be appearing on this episode, so watch out. She's a wild one. Thank you, DJ McRae. You can catch him spinning live on Twitch most nights of the week at DJ McRae. He's also that on Instagram. Also, big thank you to my pal, Gage T Arena, at Gage T Arena on social media. He edits the audio and video of this podcast and helps me so much throughout this week and makes this thing possible, guys. I'm still looking for a saxophone sponsor for the show. I'm looking to upgrade uh, my sax that I've been playing for about uh, 15, 16 years now. And uh, it can be uh, an individual music shop. I think that's where I'm going to end up getting the sponsorship. I don't think a brand is going to uh, sponsor the show. Um, but if there's an individual music shop that is willing to, um, you know, let me plug uh, their shop on a weekly basis and, um, you know, get me a sax, I would more than happy, I'd be more than happy to do that and uh, get you some Kill Tony plugs as well. You can email your boy Jeremiah Watkins at gmail.com to hit me up uh, for uh, to be a sponsor on the show or you can support the show at jeremiahwonders.com. There's a PayPal donation button. Anything helps. If uh, nothing monetary is in your wheelhouse, uh, go to iTunes. Leave me a review. Give me that five-star review and leave some comments. I'm always trying to climb those iTunes charts to get more people aware of this show. Hope you guys have been enjoying the show on YouTube. Uh, I, I would recommend if you listen to it in your car, go check it out on YouTube sometime. I, I upload the weekly videos there as well. I want to get right into this episode, guys. Um, Tuesday, December 11th, though, is uh, my annual Toys for Tots stand-up-on-the-spot show at the Comedy Store. I want to encourage you guys to come uh, bring a toy in lieu of admission price, and uh, I'm working on the lineup for that, but it's always great. And I wanted to play this, uh, before we get into this episode, I want to play this little clip um, from uh, the Joe Rogan experience um, that was a few weeks ago talking about Kill Tony that I think is just pretty cool 
and then uh, we'll roll right into this episode. These guys are coming up, man. Tony Hinchcliffe was murdering it, too. Dude, Kill Tony is legit a sellout show. It's a legit, legit like Dude, I remember it's doing it when he put 15 people in the room, him and Red Band. Yeah. Dude, they are selling out everywhere they fucking go. And it's a brilliant it's, idea. First of all, Tony is, he is so good at roasting. He's mm-hmm. so good at that kind mm-hmm. of shit. Oh, yeah. That, that kind of situation where someone might be bombs. Where someone bombs and does one minute. Man. He's a little murderer. Dude, he makes me blush <laughs> sitting next to him. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, Dude, how many Jesus, times have you sat next to him and he r- lights someone up and you it's hit so him and you go, good. I'm three steps behind you. Oh, yeah, yeah man. Like, uh, and then also, oh, you already said that one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, feel, I feel it down my back when he starts fucking lighting. I'm like, but <laughs> like, it's such a good, good at it, show. Dude. The format is so genius. It's you so perfect. New so comics, easy. they do one minute. At the end of the minute, it's great. Red Band gives them a meow. Mm-hmm. Like, time's up, bitch. Fucking they Red end. Band. And Red then when they, uh, it, fuck, it's, the whole combination's great. Jeremiah Watkins. Jeremiah is Jeremiah such is a good improviser. Dude, Jeremiah is, is really a is. fucking multi-half-half-in-it. Uh, fa- it Fast, whatever the fuck he is. That one. Yeah. Jeremiah is a fuck. He's all over the map. He'll do he it always brings in a character out for Hilarious. He's so funny. Okay, man. so that was Joe Rogan, Tom Segura, Burt Kreischer, and Ari Shafir all singing praises of Kill Tony and the show, which I'm uh, super grateful for. And, uh, you know, Joel, Chris, and myself, we are the Kill Tony band, and I couldn't be more excited to have these guys on. I'm excited for you guys to get to know Karama Chris a little bit more, hear him talk, and it's always uh, nice to have my pal Joel Jimenez on the show. And you guys are going to enjoy it. The first part of the show is a pretty typical Jeremiah Wonders. Great call-ins throughout the episodes. The second half, we did like a Reddit AMA, ask us anything kind of thing, and uh, ask a lot of uh, questions from you uh, Kill Tony listeners. So I hope you enjoy it. Thank you so much for the support. I love you. And without further ado, it's the Kill Tony Band featuring Joel Jimenez, Chris Dillon, and your boy Jeremiah Watkins on Jeremiah Wonders. Dude, what a what a cold open! Oh man, Let's get some of those kinks just out. Just loosen up, guys. Uh, yeah, <laughs> get into this show. Just just three grown men in a living room doing a podcast together. Oh, it's the best. And I wiggling. love it. Yeah, Chroma, Chris, and Joelberg are on the show today. Could not be more excited to have them on Jeremiah Wonders. What's up, boys? How you doing? Good. Thank you for having us. Dude, so freaking happy to be here. You know, I'm uh I'm excited to have both of you on. We gotta do a little Kill Tony band action today. And I think people are probably gonna hear Chroma Chris talk the most that they ever have before. So that's pretty exciting. Yes. <laughs> the whole yeah. podcast. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> sure. Yep. Uh you you got it. Uh so first, I think a lot of people were wondering kind of how we all came to know each other. Um, I guess we'll kind of start there because a lot of the the way that we are now a band is kind of a strange happening, but it's all due because of our boy Patty Reagan. Yeah, um, actually, I moved out to LA like five years ago, <laughs> and just seeing Pat at like open mics being like the weird guy um, and playing guitar, which is also kind of what I was doing. I was playing guitar and everything too. Um, kind of got to know him a little bit from there. And then uh, it turns out we actually lived like two buildings down from each other. Um, and I just saw him at an intersection one day <laughs> and he, 
Pat's just a weird guy. And he rolls down his window because he recognized me. And he was like, do you know anybody who plays bass? (laughs) And I was like, yeah, I I play bass. And so then he just like, I think he shot me a message on like Facebook or something. And that's how we kind of like got each other's numbers and hooked up and started playing together. Heck yeah. Dude, I met him at an intersection too, dude. (laughs) He rolled down his window. He's like, do you know anybody that plays drums? (laughs) Oh, that's all. That's thing. it. All right. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Uh, is uh, have you ever talked about how you met Pat Jeremiah? Uh, yeah, think- on on Pat's ep- on on Pat's episode whenever I had him on. But uh, I just met Pat through the open mic scene whenever he was uh, uh before he even was using guitar. And wow. Fact, he was just doing one liners and okay. stuff. Uh, was he jingling uh, coins in that thing yet? No, no, not okay, yet. Okay. That was a uh, that evolved. Uh. Yeah, so Pat was originally the, he was the only, it was just him on guitar in the corner. He was like the band on Kill Tony. And then he brought me in uh, because we had started to do like some Reagan and Watkins stuff together. And then after we had been doing that for a while, we had Joel come in on drums. And then uh, after a while, we're like, well, we should add a, a bass to this band as well. So then Chris came in, and then it's just one of those things where Pat like just kept bringing people in. But I knew, Chris, I knew you uh, and Zane before that, but I met you guys through Pat. The first time I met you guys was uh, we did your show, I think, maybe at Silver Lake Lounge or one of those kind of shows or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. We used to do a, um, a show. It was like a monthly show. It was called the Sexy Tornado Show, and it was like... Um comedy and burlesque and music and stuff like that and yeah we had you guys on um and i think you played a you probably crushed it to all probably like 10 people that came to that show yeah yeah it was was a fun show man i used to love doing that yeah there and then uh and joel how do you know chris or or how did you meet chris i don't i don't really remember exactly maybe I, i think it was just through the lounge yeah, probably. So, there, so yeah, mic. going to open mics at the Silver Lake Lounge. I think we all used to just hang out there on Sundays. Um, I, I, if I remember, like I remember seeing you around, um, but then I didn't actually start like talking to you, really like knowing who you were until like you were drumming with Pat. You know what? Yeah, somebody was like our friend from Oklahoma's moving. He plays bass. I think we like had heard about you before you even moved here. And then when and then you got here and I was like, oh, you're the guy. And then you joined, you got in Baby Boys, right? For oh, I have no idea if that's how that went. I don't know. But, I might have um, just made that up, actually. <laughs> Probably. But it sounds. But I but I do remember when you guys were. I forgot which friend I met, but one of your friends was like, "Yeah, our buddy." Probably Zach. You were friends. with That's Zach. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Okay, cool. Okay. So got, glad we figured that out. That makes sense. But we've all been playing <laughs> in different variations of bands now for a while because you guys have been playing with pat's uh band pat reagan and the baby boys yeah for a few years now and you guys are actually a part of the reagan and watkins album that is Heck coming yeah, out dude can't wait very excited for uh people to hear uh chroma chris on that sweet sweet bass yeah dude yeah i did some bass licks oh um, yeah you did some uh these bass licks some chili and- peppers <laughs> licks were, oh um, yeah May have been thrown in. Did I ever tell? Did did I ever say how I got in, into Kill Tony? No, I don't. I don't think so. Maybe we covered it okay. on the last episode. Maybe but how exactly? Quick, quick, quick. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, so I I would just see Pat at open mics forever, and uh, one day I saw him and I was like, "Hey, I hear drums to your songs, and uh, if you ever need a drummer, call me up." And like almost exactly a year later, he called me, said they were rehearsing at noon, went there, like played drums for them, joined that band. 
did a record, all that stuff uh, with the baby boys. And then he had like a great set at Roast Battle or something. Tony got a hold of his CD, asked him to be the band leader. <clears throat> and But I never had a drum kit small enough to fit upstairs. So I was at a thrift store and I found a little kid's bass drum for for like 30 bucks. I bought it and I was like, hey, I got a bass drum small enough to fit up there. And I went up and like never left. Nice. And it took a while before uh, you had your own mic, Joel, on the show, if people uh, if people recall, because uh, uh, you used to run up <laughs> and because uh, Pat and I already shared a mic. Uh, Chris and I share a mic on, on the show currently. But Pat and I used to share a mic, but then Joel would run from his, behind his little tiny drum set up and be like, I got one, guys. And then he would, uh, he would, you know, throw that joke in. Dude, I would, uh, I would sometimes whisper stuff to Pat and he would do it, but sometimes it wouldn't work because it wasn't his voice kind of. It yeah, was, that so makes sense. One day he just goes, you should say it. And I said it and then that was it. And you know me, I can't shut up. It was like two years later and I'm still blabbing and gabbing. Well, and then, yeah, and then we moved to the main room, and you had a mic set up. Yeah, episode How did that 200. feel? It was great. It was, it's, it was an honor, actually, to get a microphone, finally. Chris, we'll get into some of those uh, questions uh, later about <laughs> you possibly having a mic. Uh, Wait, what? <laughs> people are asking about it. I'll get into it later in okay. the show. Oh, I can't wait. But, uh, we'll see. There's some pretty extensive questions that uh, were asked. Uh but Chris, I think a lot of people, which I'm curious about, like a lot of people don't know, like you were in the military. A lot of people yeah. don't know about that. Do you want to talk about that for a little bit? Like how you got involved, like after high school or whatever? Well, yeah, I just, um, well, I, so I tend not to talk about it too much because um, I don't like being known as like, hey, you were the guy in the military or like, right, you right, know, right. like, hey, you're, you're the, you're the comic in the military. So I, I tend to kind of keep it under wraps, but um yeah, I was in for like six and a half years and then um, got out and moved out here. So uh, I was in the Marine Corps. So Heck yeah, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, you, you still are, right? <laughs> Do they say once a Marine, always a Marine? Yes. <laughs> you can't say like you're ex-military, right? Yeah, yeah, no, that, yeah. that's, that's the Blockbuster video slogan. That's not the Marine slogan. <laughs> gotcha. Once a Blockbuster employee, always a Blockbuster employee. I was a Blockbuster employee, employee when, I was, yes! when I was seven, no, 18. You Were had to be you 18, really? yeah, so that you could watch all the rated R movies. Wow. wow. Did you cop like all those? Did you like be like, uh, yep, going to bring this home and this home? Yeah, and then we also got to watch like get the movies like a week before that they came out. Oh, I bet you were the coolest I was, I guy. Was a, I was the cool guy in high school. I, I kid you not. People were like, whoa, you make six ten an hour? And I'm like, yeah, I do. And I get movies a week before they came out on DVD. <laughs> wow. Uh, dude, I think one of the uh, the girls from your high school is actually calling into the show right now, dude. <laughs> um, hello? Uh, is this Is this, what does that say on the caller ID? Tiffany, do you know a Tiffany? Yeah, yeah, and I think so. Same sounds familiar. Hello. Hello, hello, Tiffany. Is this Chris Dillon? Yes. Hey, um, <laughs> I just want to check back in with you. Um, are we ever gonna watch Tremors together or what? Um, well, you had to trim first, and then we could watch Tremors. Oh, I see. What she that did was the there. that was the deal. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait. 
So whenever you message me on Instant Messenger, you're telling me to trim my pubic hair yes. and then we could watch movies together? Yes, I wasn't saying specifically we'll watch trimmers. Okay, wow. Um, I'm finding this out way too many years later. I've had a giant bush forever. <laughs> I- I'm so sorry to hear about that. Yeah, is that what I kind of like, is that you stayed away from me for all these years? Well, Chris, you're older now. I'm sure you're like, you're okay with a little bit of the, <clears throat> you probably like a little bit of bush now, right? You think I've matured into bush? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I th- hey, I'm still here. Oh, are we going to watch any movies? Can we meet at uh, the Blockbuster? Yes. If you would like to meet me at that Blockbuster in um, Choctaw, Oklahoma. Okay. Wait. I'm actually standing outside now. It's burned down. <laughs> oh, man. What you imagine? Wait. Are you trying to codfish me, Chris? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, um, I, I just First didn't know it was gone. I'm not good enough with my pubic hair. And then... That's, uh, you gotta give me a warning. Hello, Patchen and uh, my other friend. Hello? Tiffany, get get off the phone. He's a piece of shit. He's a male chauvinist pig and you don't need him. Hi, Samantha. Okay. Hi, Chris. (laughs) Wait, did you guys look up? (laughs) I mean, he brought me over to watch Wishmaster 3. Wait a second. You said that you guys were all out of that VHS tape. Maybe you should trim your bush, bitch. Oh, oh, really? Oh, so you're just all clean shaven and Chris never told me straight up. He just gave me code words like tremors and like have an independence day with your bush. I have a disease. It's called alopecia. Oh, wow. Okay. Got real there for a second. Um, I did not give that to you. Okay, I don't think that's a sexually transmitted <laughs> disease. Um, this is giving me a lot of insight into Chris Jelen. I gotta go, okay? You're, I really thought that this was gonna go differently and we were gonna possibly hook up, but I guess not. Bye, bitch. Wow. Wow, I haven't heard from them in a while. I'm sorry about that. I didn't know they'd be... Wow. I'm sorry, guys. There's definitely some jealousy there. That that was my fault. Yeah. I mean, it's all good, but I, I can't know. believe you stood up that girl like that. Well, I didn't know she. I didn't know that was gonna happen. Um, that was years ago. Well, Jeremiah Wonders has a weird portal in time, and then also it's the crazy amount of celebrities calling to the show. Like it's got a pretty giant following, so you just got to be aware of like you know whenever you come on this show, like. If you have skeletons in the closet, they're going to come out. Yeah. Yeah, we actually can have literal skeletons from your closet call. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, God. A skeleton no is calling way. you right now. No way. Hey, it's me, the skeleton. I'm coming out of the closet. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? Honestly, hey. I'm happy for you. How How does it I've feel? I've been deep in Chris's closet. <laughs> You should get back in there and never come out again. You sound like a guy who is inside of a haunted house. What are you doing? Hey, Joel. Yeah. Do you have any skeletons in your closet that need to come out? Um, not at the moment, I don't think. Uh, I'm not sure, but uh, I don't know. There's a lot of uh, dirty socks in your closet in here. That there are, that yeah. Have, that have foot and dick on them. <laughs> F and D socks, F yeah. F and D socks. Yeah. 
I'm gonna. Do you think I could sell those skeleton? Do you think I could make some money off those? I mean, maybe on Weird eBay or something. I love it. Is uh, it? Is that the website? WeirdEbay.com. WeirdEbay.com. You've never shopped on WeirdEbay.com? <laughs> no. There's a lot of weird stuff on there. Oh my god. Yeah. No, no, never. That's so. That's a. Uh, that's pretty uh cool. Hey, it's Tiffany. Uh, I'm in Chris's closet too. Oh, uh, Tiffany, get I've been out! Hiding you... out in there. What are you doing in here? Get out of here! Hey, Chris. Uh, you told me to meet you at Blockbuster, but I've actually been hiding in your closet for a while. Um, there's also military clothes in here that you don't tell anybody about. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Don't put those on. I'm wearing your fatigues right now they're not called fatigues you idiot oh okay well chris uh, do you have anything to comment on this um tiffany i i locked you in there years ago i figured you would have escaped by now oh no i've just been just been living in there i've just been eating your clothes What are you doing? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shut her up. Skeleton in the closet's back in here, bolting it up. Bye. Okay, I don't know what just happened, but I, that was you got some you weird to, things in your closet. You Chris. have to stop giving your number out. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are just calling in rampantly right now. You got to stop angering women and skeletons, Chris. That is. That's why I um they. they I have a tendency to do this thing called ghosting, um, and they do tend to get mad at that from what I'm heard of. You, from yeah. what I've heard, yes. Yeah, you you're <laughs> guilty of ghosting chicks. Maybe. I think that's a yes. No, we'll just say yeah, one or two. No, never mind. Nope. <laughs> so Chris has definitely ghosted. Yeah, he's two definitely girls. ghosted some chicks. Uh, they were by on accident. It was because I didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings. <laughs> I just, I, I, I did that in like, uh, I did that in like uh, sixth grade. I, I met this girl at this, uh, at this uh, church camp and we became boyfriend, girlfriend. And uh, I called her like, um, I called her a couple times like after, but we lived in like different states. So we were like, you know, this is a young, innocent thing. Yeah. And uh, far away states. I mean, Far enough of a drive away where I was like, I'm not going to be able to see her for a long Far time. enough was, where your parents would get mad with when the phone bill came in? No, no, no. It was oh, like okay. Missouri and Kansas. Okay, but gotcha. she lived in like way deeper part of Missouri <laughs> and I was in Kansas. Yeah. So I remember like I called her a couple times and we talked on the phone for like 15 minutes and I was like, man, this is a lot of work. And I just stopped calling her. <laughs> like that was, I, that was the first experience where I, I just like ghosted somebody where I was just like in sixth grade. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to do, I don't want to break up, but I also don't want to, like, I don't want to like go through like all these phone calls for no yeah, reason. So yeah. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna stop. I want to skateboard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How, how old do you think you were? I was in sixth grade. So I was like 12 or something. Man, like that. I remembered like girlfriends yeah, when you were that age, they were ridiculous. Like, I don't know, writing letters and you, I wasn't, you didn't really date. You What's s- the farthest you, you went, uh, whenever around that age? Uh, 12 years old. I don't know, man. Um, I'm trying to think. I know like, my, I know like the first time I went to like a makeout party, I was in the sixth, oh, sixth really? grade. Yeah. So I had just switched schools and I went to this, this new school and they invited me to somebody's birthday 
and there was like rumors that they're gonna be playing spin the bottle and all this shit and i was like i remember the night before like uh, this is embarrassing but like practicing on my hand oh yeah i was just like trying to figure it out and then uh i it was it was kind of great because i got to i made out with like like four or five girls from my class whoa Joe <laughs> yeah. Joe I also, but I also do remember like the bad ones. Like I remember one girl like almost suffocated me with with her tongue. Oh, she's just like she just blah, blah, yeah, blah, 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 that stiff blah, tongue. Blah, yeah, 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 yeah. Honestly, yeah. it was still great. Nice, dude. Yeah, dude. So you made out with four or five girls in Something. one night. But you know what's was that gross, your first? Though? Did you have your first kiss that night? No, I had I had like smooched before, but man, never Joel no tongue Bert though. Gets it in, no, dog. no, Good he has a grief, mom. He smooched before. Yeah, no, I had smooched, but never like gone tongue in. So that was the first time I ever like like made out with somebody. Because I'm in too deep yeah. and I'm trying to keep <laughs> up above in my head. <laughs> you gotta give me a warning, Joel. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, I'm gonna. I got it. I got the hang of this next yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was weird. They, they was, uh, it wasn't really spin the bottle. They just put names in a bucket and like, oh, it's kind of like Kill Tony. Yeah, yeah, that's full weird. Yeah, circle. yeah. They threw everybody's names with paper. Doing 60 busted. seconds in Joel's mouth <laughs> is Samantha Ray. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then, um, so I went back to that birthday party every year while I was at that school. Oh, I bet, yeah. dude. But what else was gross was everybody else was making out too. Now, so. did they? How did he, how did they separate the names of? Was there a guy bucket and a girl bucket? I think so. Yeah, I believe so. It's um, man, it's foggy, dude. Um, yeah, I think I think I think so. Yeah, they there was two, or they would just pick names maybe, and if it was two, they would put them back. I don't think two of anybody kissed. Like no two boys two girls but i do remember touching tongues with a boy in my class just because these girls said they would do it if we did it and uh so I so did that. you did that i did that so that was your first in uh, a catholic school classroom in the eighth grade what year was that i don't know it was eighth grade i'm 31 now i'm really bad at it's grade. okay that so, would have been like you were in 14 or whatever yeah something like that so these these two Maybe. girls said they would touch tongues if if we did it and i remember me and this kid for like a second what was his name I'd rather not say. What was his name? His name was Andre. Okay. And, uh, and uh, you know, hopefully he has fond memories. He probably doesn't even remember this, but I do. Because even though when the girls did it, it was just for a second, it was uh, so worth it. Because what? That was like your first time seeing like lesbian action? Like, like live, yeah. Like <laughs> like live, yeah, dude. Yeah, I'd never seen the band live before. Man. Did you have any, uh, did you have, did you, did you go to any of those kind of parties or what kind of upbringing did you have? I didn't. More secular, more um, conservative. No, I grew up um, in Oklahoma, right? Yeah, in Oklahoma, yeah, yeah. like in the outskirts, like the country of Oklahoma, um, just outside of Oklahoma City. Um, I, I didn't go to a lot of those. Uh, believe it or not, I was um, pretty quiet in school. Um, and, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So I didn't go to like any of the the cool parties. I didn't get to touch tongues with dudes or anything joel yeah you missed out dude apparently oh, dude uh this is really awkward but andre is calling in right now no way yeah this is kind of shaking ghost me ghost him ghost him dude dude bro hey andre why are you leaking secrets bro i don't know i thought it was fine it's 2018 so what we so what dude i'm married okay yeah i don't want that out there i don't want my kids knowing about that well, maybe it'll like your kids will grow up more accepting and they'll be like, okay, it's like, it's fine. It's not a bad thing to no, do. No, bro. No, dude. 
I did it for the chicks and the chicks only, man. I mean, yeah, me too, but that doesn't... So then that's why fine. You, why are you still talking about it then, dude? Well, Jeremiah asked me uh, to tell him about it. I didn't want to say your name. He pulled it out of me. Dude, I was listening to the live stream. He asked you just one more time, and you just gave up my name. <laughs> well, I want to be honest. It's not you like know? you were being waterboarded or anything. I mean, you know, I want to I wanna not lie about things, you know? <sighs> are you... Who are you? What's your uh, what's your wife's name? Teresa. Okay. Yeah, we've got three kids, dude. I don't want them hearing it. Well, they don't have to listen to this. Be a good parent and don't fucking turn it on for them. Okay, well, I guess my main question is this. Yeah. Do you ever still think about us? Honestly, some sometimes I think about that moment, you know, but uh, more because of what we got out of it. Do you ever sometimes stumble upon it in your dreams and then it's like a freeze frame that slowly pushes in and then fluttery hearts go around it and the song and i say why did i marry Teresa? does that ever happen to you (laughs) no no that doesn't but it seems like you've done a lot of thinking about this does that happen why did i marry Teresa? uh that ever happen to you? Honestly, no. I'm, but but it's it's but it seems like maybe you you do, and that's okay. I wish I would have married Joelberg. He's so funny and cute, dog. Do you ever have dreams like that? <laughs> uh, no, no, I don't. But I but I support your right to do that. No, I mean, you know, I just. I just it's not like I've been thinking about it every day or anything since it happened or whatever, but... Yeah, no, that's okay, man. Um, I just, sometimes I'm just, like, wondering, like... What's going on in my life? Did I choose the right path? I'm still working at a Ralph's. Uh, I don't know, man. I wish I could help you out, but I think we've grown up, you know, enough. You have three kids now. It seems like I don't want to be a home wrecker or anything. I wish you'd wreck my home sometimes. All right, I gotta go. I've said too much. See you later. Bye, bye, Andre. Nice talking to you. Okay, Andre got really open really quick. Yeah, first seems like he's got some regrets, dude. Yeah, he was really mad for bringing it up, but it seems like it just stirred up a bunch of feelings that he had. Yeah, mixed emotions, really, that he's been trying to bury. It seems like for a while. I say, if I had any advice, just let let him out, man. Live your life, all for one, one for all. Yeah. So, Chris. <laughs> go ahead. Nothing. Okay, go ahead. So, grade school, high school, when did you start playing like uh guitar and uh when I was 15. Yeah, 15. Uh what what grade is that? That's probably like 7th grade. Did Maybe? I Yeah. Did you were you in any bands in like high school or anything like that? Uh yeah, so I formed the band uh well, yeah, I formed a band because I was the kid that had um the dad who had all of the music gear cuz my dad was always playing in bands like growing up so i had like all of the guitars the pa and everything so i was able to get some friends over uh, when i was 15 and you played with your dad before that though Mm -hmm. right well i mean later on but like starting to learn like um i yeah that's just how i started just playing with like some friends in in oklahoma um and we learned the song brain stew by green day um that's a good first i'm sure we i'm sure we sounded really really good um but yeah, just growing up that way, and then how does brain stew go again? Turn it. 
My eyes feel like they're gonna bleed. Oh wow, Green Day's calling in right now. Right up and bulging, now my eyes go. My crooked's fine. My sense is dull. Hands up and put out in my room. Oh, wow, they're just playing their whole catalog now. Weird. Jeez, you could do a Broadway show, and that's all you do. You mention, you mention his name, and he calls. Billy? Yeah, Billy's looking for work. Hey, Billy, are you still around, dude? Don't want to be an American idiot. Uh, okay, you didn't really answer my question, but... um, uh, Hey, uh, what's your uh, favorite month? October. <laughs> okay, it seems like you're just kind of talking like. Welcome to paradise. Okay, I didn't even ask where you know what part of the country you're from or whatever, but I mean, you just keep chiming in with your. It kind of sounds like you're just doing a best of. Now that's what I call music on here. I'm off the wagon and I'm hitching a ride. Uh, I think I'm going to have to let you go. Uh, I was starting to get somewhere with Chroma Chris, and then uh, you kind of just like commandeer the conversation. I hope you have the time of your life. All right. Bye. Bye, Billy. Okay. Well, Chris, as you were saying, uh, you were playing guitar with your dad. Uh, he got you into it, and then you started having some friends that like would come over and play in your garage, kind of thing, or yeah. in the basement. Yeah, we'd play like up in the in the um, upstairs in the rec room, um, and we would play Ooh, the rec room. Yeah, uh, we had a rec room. Ooh, what all was inside this rec room? Sorry, I was privileged. Okay, Whoa. my bad. More you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Okay, freaking. Oh, you guys didn't have a freaking rec room. Oh, you didn't have a freaking tennis court with a little mini fridge next to it oh that's cool now what was inside the rec room i'm actually very curious about um this. okay so um a piano multiple guitars drum set um pa equipment hookers yeah <laughs> cocaine tanning bed <laughs> cryo chamber. table yeah yeah uh, a time machine <laughs> Uh, you know, you know, it's just a you know standard middle class Oklahoma a closet with skeletons in it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, so there was, there's a bunch of music equipment in there. A- anything else, or is it just kind of like uh like uh, a studio kind of setup? No, it used to be kind of like our playroom when we were younger, and it just kind of converted slowly into like the your, music. Your room. dad was putting his foot down. Yeah, because as you got like, older, you're like, no, we're gonna make this like a yeah. cool. Well, because yeah. yeah, like it was his. He he always had his setup in the garage, um, and then he would slowly, when it would get kind of colder months, he'd move it into the living room, and then the stuff would kind of like stay there for a long time. So my mom would be like, "Get it back into the garage," and so then eventually it just kind of made its way up to the rec room and never left. That's so he awesome. took he took over our toy room, dude. Turned it into a music room. Yeah, man. Turned. Uh upstairs like he moved his man cave from downstairs to <laughs> upstairs that's pretty ballsy i like that but yeah and then he um and then and then um i would start playing guitar and then he just told me he was like dude at your age everyone's gonna play guitar you should learn bass because then everybody's gonna want you in your band or in their bands oh yeah dude, and that's, uh, that's kind of cool advice. foresight yeah he was like everybody plays guitar especially growing up when they're 15 16 everyone's playing guitar so he gave me this bass, and then he would um, challenge me to learn like Beatles songs, 
um, and STP songs because like bass lines were very similar between those two bands. Yeah. Stone um, Temple Pilots. Yeah. Yeah. Their bassist is amazing. Um, uh, I didn't know that. Yeah. He's really good. Um, they have a very Beatles-esque um, vibe to them. Okay. If you listen to a lot of their songs. But yeah. So he challenged me to learn like a bunch of like Paul McCartney bass lines and stuff like that. And I would when I was like 16 years old. Um, and then I'd even start sitting in with his band. So my dad had a band. And he would have me come up and play a couple of songs with them. What kind of music uh, did your dad's band play? So at this time, he was um, they were just a cover band. Um, they were um, kind of older, so they'd play like classic rock covers. Nice. Um, yeah, anything from like Beatles to like uh, like Black Crows, you know, like yeah. that kind of like bar band. Could, kinda, could, like, can your dad sing or? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my dad's a good singer. He's, he's awesome. He has a uh, mid-range kind of very... Uh, very like um, Dave Grohl range voice. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Well, you actually sing a decent amount on uh, your and Zane's albums. Yes. Which is you should you should plug that. I'm actually I think I'll play uh, some of your stuff in the intro to this podcast. The lead in. Wait, what do we have out there? Oh, oh yeah. Uh, okay, cool. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, we've recorded a few things. Yeah. What What are the uh, like Drack and the Swamp Rats? And then what's the other band that that you play with? Um, right now, so right now we just kind of decided that we're going to just do like Drac and the Swamp Rats. Mm -hmm. Um, but before that (laughs) we were doing like this band that was like, uh, called the Chroma Keys. Yeah. uh, yeah, yeah. Which is actually where my name, like Chroma Chris comes from is is from that. Um, so, um, that's, yeah, that's, I guess. Insider information. Yeah. Um, because people probably wonder where, why Chroma Chris? Joel Berg happened organically on the show, but you kind of came in with Chroma Chris. Yeah. Well, also, your Twitter handle. Yeah, that was actually or just my that Instagram was just my, handle. Yeah, that was just my Instagram handle. And Tony's just like, that's his name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he shall be deemed Chroma Chris forever. We're one of the hottest top rising comedians. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. I think oh. I think we're getting I think oh, we're getting a no. call here. Okay, I th- I think we are actually. Uh, hello. It says it just says Golden Pony. No, yeah. Hel- on. It just says Golden Pony on the caller ID. Hello, is this is this my buddy Tony Hinchcliffe? Yes, this is uh, one of the hottest top rising comedians in the world. Hey, Tony. Uh, dude, we just had a great time with you. Go ahead. We, we just had a great time with you uh, in Texas, buddy. Uh, uh, do you want to say anything about uh, Chroma Chris? Uh, yes, I think he is a um, the um, a new sensation. Of the entire world. Um, I believe everybody should probably um, follow him on all of his... Uh, well, he only does Instagram. Um, and he's looking for followers. And uh, definitely looking for some hashtag MCMs on Mondays. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, okay. What is, what's what's his handle? I mean, you're, you're raving about his handle. Uh, uh, Chroma Chris. Um, the, uh, I call him the silent but deadly. It's kind of a fart joke. Get it? Uh, I, I, I get it. You're one of the top young rising comedians. So yeah, I, I, I got that. Wow. Well, uh, thanks for calling in to plug Chris's Instagram. You're, you're speaking very highly of him. Um, that's very nice of you, man. So, uh, I, I guess we'll see you back on Kill Tony very soon. Thanks for calling in, dude. Thank you. I'll see you on Monday. How, how nice. How generous. Wow. Of a guy to I've call always... in and just strictly plug Chroma Chris's Instagram. That's... You know what I mean? I've never had that happen before. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, he's a generous guy. Yeah, he gives and he gives and gives. He gives and gives. Let's get into he this. Giggity gives. He giggity gives. Let's give uh, get into this next segment. Pizza party. 
We just had some amazing pizza from Joe's Pizza on Sunset and next to the Comedy Store in Los Angeles. Uh, what'd you guys think? I loved it. Did I introduce you to Joe's originally? Um, or did you just go one night after the Comedy Store? I had been to the one on Hollywood, oh, gotcha. but I, they're not connected, are they? The, somehow they are. Okay. I think, yeah. I think it's all the original owner, and then I think he sold yeah. them to different And places. then when I found out that you would go to that one, we started going after Kill Tony like on Monday. So I was there last night, so I had it for dinner and wow. breakfast. Wow. Yeah, Diehard Joe's fan. Yeah. Chroma was there last yeah. night, too. We, um, we ate, I think, the last few slices that were left. We came in right at close to help oh, clean nice. them up. Yeah. What's, uh, what's your favorite kind of pizza, guys? Thin, thick, Chicago style, like deep dish. Deep. You like deep dish? Deep dish. Do you have any places that you go to like uh, that are good or either maybe like in Oklahoma, like that you used to go to growing up? Um, maybe not deep dish, but just pizza in general. Yeah. Um, Oklahoma, there was a cool place called like Taste of Chicago. Wait, no, that's here. That's here. It's oh, in Burbank. Then what's the one? No, there's something um, in, in Oklahoma about Chicago, but it's good pizza. It's in like Midwest City. Um, but it's definitely not like actual, like deep dish, deep dish. Like, um, the taste of Chicago here in Burbank is good. I know Joel, um, really likes Masa. Yeah. Masa and Echo Park. I love it. I still need to try that. Dude. Yeah. It's, it's good. What I, what I like about it is, uh, they let you bring like two bottles of wine, like per, I don't know how many people, they don't charge you a corkage fee. So if you go with four people, bring wine you can get a, a giant pizza and everybody will leave stuffed and happy oh you bougie dude <laughs> bring that right. wine into that pizza experience Better that real it. italian experience that's right dude mm, okay well this concludes pizza party <laughs> <laughs> pizza 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 time for a pizza party guys uh we have a lot of questions that i uh want to get into so i'm gonna roll right into this next segment fanning out I reach out to people not only on Twitter and Instagram, but we did a Kill Tony Band AMA on Reddit. And I'm going to try to get through as many of your guys' questions as possible. There are three pages that I narrowed them down to. There's a lot of good uh, questions. If you don't watch Kill Tony, definitely watch that. The, uh, you'll appreciate these questions a little bit more. <laughs> um but uh, let's start off with this first one from Reddit. This is from at Redder Shade of Neck on Reddit. Uh, do you prefer a comedian who does well or one who bombs on Kill Tony? Would you rather a comedian do great in their 60 seconds but not be a great interview or vice versa? Um, I, I, I don't like it when they bomb because it's, it's cringeworthy and uncomfortable. So yeah, when they're successful, like when they do a good set, I'd rather have them do a good set and not a good interview, but that's rarely the case from what I've noticed. If you have a good set, it's because you know what you're doing up there. Yeah. I think it's hard when they're good. It's like we don't have enough kind of stuff to work off of for like for jokes and stuff to kind of keep moving the It it is awesome though. I, I like getting great good comics on, but um I think it's, uh, I don't want them to do bad, but I think when they do bad, it can be more entertaining. And then we get to ask them about other stuff, you know? So it's, 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 it's better for us if they're bad. But kind of. Yeah. Cause <laughs> okay. I've been, we've had shows where everybody's great and you're just like, it's just kind of like, uh, well, I, 
if somebody does really well, I don't like it if their interview is bad because I, I'm like, man, like sometimes the interview can even be more important than the set. Because like, yeah. you can win over more people sometimes in the interview. So I'm rooting for the people who have really good sets. I'm hoping that they have a good interview or they at least give us fuel for something interesting to talk about. Otherwise, I'm like, oh, man, people are. that's the last thing that people are going to remember is that interview. I feel bad sometimes yeah. for people. Whereas if you bomb and have an awful set, you can still have a really great interview and they be, turn, be remembered and completely for Completely turn it around. Yeah. For sure. Uh a lot of people want to ask about this, Joel. Uh, this happened in Swansea, and actually Chris and I will be curious about this too. Uh, ha- uh, this is from at Bodie Broadcast on Reddit. Have Joel Berg tell the story about what went down at the Swansea show with the Nazi guy, the Coke table, and the girl-slash-dude fighting a girl-slash-dude. Whoa. Some of those I don't remember. I don't remember girl-slash-dude fighting girl-slash-dude. Mm. Um, the Coke table was just this table of young kids up front that we assumed were in probably were doing on cocaine coke. yeah because yeah. every few like minutes uh they would get tired again and then one of them would go off to use the restroom and then come back and then they'd be like Woo! <laughs> um and yeah they, they were nice though they met they met well let them have their fun and then somebody had to be kicked out of the show because they were heckling or something right yeah so this dude was uh being disruptive i i don't know I don't know if he was truly a Nazi. It was weird. He had a Nate Diaz. I certainly hope not. Yeah. I, I hope Kill Tony's not drawing in that audience. No, he had a Nick Diaz shirt. So I don't know if Nazis are wearing Mexican fighters right. t-shirts. Yeah, I yeah. think he might have just been like, um, I don't know. Uh, but so he was talking a little bit during Kill Tony. We shut him up. And then during my stand-up set, he started. he stood up and started yelling at me. And so I gave him a bunch of chances to like sit down and he wouldn't do it. And so then the cop came and escorted him out. And as he was leaving, he's like, tra- like talking shit to me as they're like carrying him out. Well, what made people think he was a Nazi? Uh, Wasn't he saluting? Yeah, he did. So he was doing like sick aisles and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. So, so what I didn't get. He was, had this little mustache. It was a sick hell, man. He had an was, armband on. Like yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but it was weird because uh, he did it after we mentioned that there was a cop there. So I didn't know if he was saying that cops are like racist or he was oh, like okay. trying to make some sort of statement or something. Um, and he quieted down for the rest of that. But uh, yeah, then he started talking during my set and we got him kicked out. And apparently he tried to fight the police on the way out. Nice. But yeah, it was um, it was nice. The ninety nine percent point nine percent of the crowd was great. And they all like had my back. That's what it usually is. We got him out of there. That's yeah. what it usually is for sure. Uh, let's ask this. Um, this is from at D three A T H K one L L three R on Reddit. How do you feel about not having Pat on the main Kill Tony anymore? Also, was the last episode with Pat super awkward? Seems like him and Tony were kind of mad at each other. Uh, I will answer that first. Um, I loved having my boy Patty Reagan on the show. We all loved having Pat on the show. I actually wish sometimes for sure that he was still on the show because what I think is what's kind of interesting about the evolution of the band on Kill Tony is if you go back in earlier episodes, um, you look at a lot of the comments and stuff. Uh, a lot of people started out really not liking the band. And I feel like we've kind of like come into our own and like kind of figured out what works for us and what we do well on the show to contribute. And I feel like we're much more loved now as part of the show than it used to be. So I, one of the reasons I kind of wish Pat was still on the show is so he could still be seeing that. Cause I feel like he was in the midst 
of when we were still super controversial where like I would see comments all the time like get rid of the band like constantly like online and like tweets and different stuff like that uh so i wish he was on the show for that reason but also i love obviously i, I work with him very closely with reagan and watkins we have a new album coming out and we still work together and do sets together all the time so he has a sensibility and he has uh comedic choices that none of us will make on a show which some people might consider throwing a wrench in the show, but I always think it adds a, a different, you know, it, it takes a right turn and then you start riffing upon that. So I definitely miss having Pat on the show as far as the last episode that he was on. I think, uh, that was just a thing of, um, we, uh, I think he was completely burnt out. Um, and I think that's, that's, you shouldn't read into it any more than that. Like, I think that yeah. like he had been doing the show and the warm up, which if like so they would stream the warmups online and you could watch them but that's I've done spots everywhere and really ridiculously hard rooms and that spot is still one of the hardest spots to do in comedy is to warm up yeah. that audience before kill tony 15 minutes every week and he did that he did 15 minutes every week for years and and on top of that he was doing the show so I think it just got to a point where it's just like you know he just wanted to work on other stuff. And yeah, he outgrew it. He wanted to just explore. On to the, on the next project. Yeah, you know? yeah, for sure. And he wasn't fired. No. I know. Everybody's so always people. saying like he was fired. No, it's he, like he, he, Him and Tony, they're friends. They had a nice conversation on the phone about it. And yeah. and Tony was like, the way he ended is like, do you, you know, is it cool? Jeremiah still does a show and we call him the band leader. And Pat's like, totally. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, I think that answers that question. Heck yeah. Um. This is for uh, Joel, essentially. You might know, because I think you know this lady. At Bang or at Bang or Daily Nuisance on Reddit, how many comedians has Jolene ejected it off so far? Oh, it's. I'll say it's definitely over 50, but less than 100. Do you, I mean, this is a lot to ask, but do you, you have her contact info, right? Yeah, yeah, we can uh, patch in. Yeah, would we be able to get her on the phone? Like, yeah, I know yeah, that. Let me, uh, like, she's kind of like I know her, her. She's with Boost Mobile, so it's like kind of like in and out, of, <laughs> out <yeah>. of service. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But do you think we'd be able to maybe get her? I think to so. call into the yeah, show. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Jolena, yeah, yeah. if you're out there listening right now, uh, I think Joel's like maybe trying to text you or something. And hey, what's up, putos? Oh, she just patched in. Uh, is is this Jolena? That's right, eh? Wow, uh, it, can I just say it is an honor to have you on Jeremiah Wonders. You made an appearance one other time only on the show whenever Joel Jimenez happened to be on. Uh, thanks for calling in. Um, the main question is, how many comedians have you jacked it off? Hey, like I said, a lady never kisses and tells, but like 62 probably. 62? Yeah, but I never kissed those fools. I just jacked them off. So it wasn't romantic at all? No, I just provide a service, eh? Wait, are are you saying that they pay you? Uh, is I it, take donations. Is it a pay to play kind of thing? Nah, I just like set up a bucket. <laughs> Wait, is that for, is that for the cum or the money? I'll take what I can get. I'll take what I can get, homie. Uh, sometimes the money is sticky, but that's all right. Money is money. Money is money. That's right. Uh, what's what's your latest? Like we we've seen you. Uh, you you came to San Francisco. What what have you been doing for work lately, Jolina? Uh, you know, I like 
I was working like I moved. I went up to Texas recently. I was working at a Whataburger and. Uh, oh yeah, you uh uh yeah, I, I, I remember that. In, yeah, I saw you fools in Fort Worth. In eh? Fort Worth, I saw you there. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you've been working at a Whataburger there? Yeah, I came to the show because they had just like fired me. So I'm out of work right now. I've been in and out of prison like kind of a lot. <laughs> I mean, have have you still been getting into fights with other females? Oh, Domestic they, disputes? These bitches can't stop looking at. They're jealous, fool. They look at me, they're fucking jealous. Well, your makeup is always on point, so it's probably the makeup. Probably, eh? Probably these fucking tetas. You know, I got that fucking. Damn, eh? I'm, I'm fucking. I got a juice box on me, homie. Oh, man. And the straw is weathered and worn. I'll tell you that much. It looks like a lot of people have chewed on that thing. One man's trash is another man's treasure, all right? I, I've never heard that said about a woman's body before, but I will take that <laughs> at, as, 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 the, as the truth. Yeah, people say, like, their body's a wonderland. Mine's like a county fair. Okay, yeah. Um, a lot of the rides are free. Yeah, um, like the log jammer. The log jammer. Okay, is that what you call your special friend that you hook up to the wall? That's right, eh? The log jammer. Keep the waves coming, homie. Okay, well, Jolina, uh, do you have any advice for Chroma Chris? Um, you know, you two usually don't interact too much. I, I, I sense some sexual tension between you two. Have you two hooked up before? I mean, yeah, he told me to shave. I did it. What I, is up with Chroma Chris and asking these girls to shave? I don't know. He's fine as fuck, so I did it. And I came over and I watched fucking, uh, like, a movie from Blockbuster. He still has Blockbuster movies at his place? Yeah, and they still have the the Blockbuster cases on them, too. They're not even, like, the real cases. I worked there. I still got the hookup. Wow. That's crazy. Speaking of hookup, call me later. You're, you are terrifying, though. Um, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Hey. You're, <laughs> you're just intimidated, fool. That's all right. Uh, there's a lot of guys on Instagram and stuff that comment that they want to have sex with Jolina every time we post pictures of her of you. That's right, and for all you creepers, eh, I'm screenshotting it every single time you say you want to fuck, eh, because I'm going to put you on blacks one day. Did you say you're going to put somebody on blacks I'm one day? I'm going to put them on blacks, fool. Oh. Merry Crixmix, all right? For Crixmix this year, you're getting put on blacks, Tommy. All right, uh, happy Thanksgiving. All right, you two, eh, enjoy your fucking, your turkey, your crankberry socks. Uh, <laughs> crankberry socks? Yeah, you know, like crankberry socks. You put it on. Your on feet? turkey, like your feet? You put, it on the, you put it on the stuff, on the turkey, on the stuffing right there, you know, like for the holiday season, eh? Okay. Um, uh, m- have you ever had corn casserole before? <laughs> corn casserole? You've never had corn casserole before? <laughs> no, I have had lasagna, though. <laughs> Lasagna yeah. on Thanksgiving? That's yeah. crazy. Lasagna, macaroni, and cheeks. Oh, man. That's beautiful. That's well, um, hopefully, I'm hoping that Jolina comes up with a cookbook soon. Oh, that's a good idea, eh? Yeah. I'm going to get on that, fool. All right. Well, thanks for calling in, Jolina. Bye. What an honor to have Jolina call into the show. Man, she sounds a little tired, man. I think she's been, you know, prison's hard. on. on yeah, man. I mean, women. whenever you're in and out of the, the you know... The pincher, you know? That's right. That's also what she calls her vagina. The, the pincher. pincher. <laughs> uh, okay, kinda SFW on Reddit. Who has the best hog? <laughs> what a question, right? Yeah, I don't know. We've never compared. Never compared. They've both seen me completely naked. 
getting waxed. Oh, I thought you meant oh, Harley's. Yes. Oh. No, no, no. They're talking about wieners for sure. Oh, shit. Dude. Yeah. I don't know, man. I haven't seen their junk, so. You know what? They, it's not about the best hobby. Oh, I have a picture of mine when I was uh, in drag. Um as a oh, nurse, yeah. as oh, a I've seen yours. Nurse. Yeah, 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 I've seen yours. Yeah, yeah, it's all flopping out there. But um, I'll you show were, you later. Because you were wearing tights, but you forgot you didn't wear underwear, and you forgot the tights were see-through. You see just through. wore tights. Well, no, okay. So I had it fell out of your box. Uh, yeah, I had no, no, no. I had tights, and then I had um, I had um, some pink um, panties on, but it was it fell out the side. Um, as it was sitting there and I was taking a picture and I didn't notice till after I was showing everybody, I was like, Hey, look how gross I look in this makeup. Meanwhile, it's just like <laughs> your dick is my out. dinger yeah. is just there. So, 80 women are following it, you. it could be Chroma Chris. If his thing is flopping out of his, his, his panties, his pink panties, it was, his pink Panthers. I just come out to play. It was totally accident that I uh, showed all of the ladies that picture though. Wow. <laughs> Did they comment? Did they be like, um no actually i think i only showed it to actually like joel maybe i saw it live because you yeah. were looking into the mirror you and took you didn't the picture realize. never mind you were the photographer we've seen each other in very weird physical contortions i mean, I mean they've seen every inch of my body at this point from that live waxing that we did that was stage. incredible by the way i felt so much closer <sighs> to you after that i hope so you saw you saw everything what a trip that chris pontius was there right for that that was freaking surreal we, yeah. dude Jason Weeman was there. Yeah. Rick Cossack. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. What a weird it must have been weird for you to be getting waxed with the Jackass crew Dude, there. It's like, it was it's like this weird it sounds weird, but it's like a weird full circle, like awesome, like living your dream moment for sure. where I'm like, dude, I'm working with people right now who I loved, like when and who were big influences on me yeah. growing up in that jackass era and everything. And he's like talking you through it. Yeah, dude. He's like, he's he, <laughs> He's like, you gotta loosen up your butt, dude. <laughs> he's like, let them. Let, he's like, you gotta relax. I was Oof. like, yeah, getting coached by Chris Pontius is pretty cool. Uh man, let's. Uh, how have you guys evolved slash changed slash grown since being on the show personally and professionally? And this is from personality, a few underscores champ on Reddit. And while you're thinking about that, uh. They're just talking about the show, so think about how you've evolved, I guess, while I read the rest of this. Uh, I bought a big screen TV, and I, I all I use it for are videos of my favorite podcast. Y'all get the most play next to Rogan in your mom's house. Drives my wife crazy, but y'all have grown on her. I saw you guys in Austin for my second time this last episode. Absolutely loved every minute. First one I was there was for when Blanca attacked JW. Legendary. Also, I did a kind action by joining the Big Brothers Big Sisters nonprofit. I now have a little guy I see weekly it is the most rewarding thing i've ever done in my life next to marrying my wife love you all thank you for making us laugh mm, so, fellow kindness challenge Heck yeah uh, actor that's awesome uh how do you think you guys have evolved since uh joining the show personally or professionally um i think i mean i'm definitely doing more like i'm doing more stuff now which is cool um like getting more um, people calling me, you know, just to like work on things with people. So, I mean, yeah. that's always like just been my big thing since, I mean, that's kind of why I moved out here. Um, and it was kind of coming along like slowly, but surely. And then, um, I got on the podcast. I noticed like I'm doing a lot more stuff now with other people and, um, getting guitars. Yeah. Oh, you peanut butter and jelly. I got a guitar. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it was so cool. Somebody yeah. made 
Chris, if you didn't know, somebody made uh, what's the company name? The uh, La- Lambden. Uh, Lambden guitars. guitars up in the Bay Area. Yeah, he's up in the Bay Area. He was uh, he was a fan of um, yeah, he's a fan of Kill Tony, and he hit me up, um, and was just he he you know kind of showed me his guitars and everything, and and he you know offered to make me a custom guitar, and he did. That's so um, cool. And it it actually um, it, I, I've never gotten more comments like on a guitar like positive comments just coming in all the time people see it and like it's really it's, cool it's really cool it's really thin it's um yeah he, he custom made it for me and um he custom makes all of his guitars so that's awesome it's really cool yeah joel i uh i mean, I mean I you talk about with me all the time like yeah. how like pumped you are that we're all touring like Dude, together it's the best i mean um honestly kill tony tony brian everybody have like legitimized me as like a comedian and um kind of put me on the map a little bit where I, when I was working at the skate park or even like waiting tables a little bit, like when stuff got really hard, it would give me something to look forward to and kind of hold on to. So, um, I think my outlook on life is just, uh, I try to be way more, po- I try to be grateful and be more positive than I used to be. That's awesome. Uh, what I'll say for myself is, uh, I be, be like, I've always had an affinity and I've always loved doing impressions and characters and stuff within my act. But I think that that's something that uh, people are starting to actually like associate with me now. Like I've always wanted to be on a sketch show like Saturday Night Live, mm-hmm. and in the last like year, year and a half, like it's I felt like kind of a shift with people where they're like, like you should be on that show rather than like it just be like an unobtainable kind of mm-hmm. goal or dream. Like I have people all the time. They're like, why aren't you? Or you yeah. should be. And I'm super grateful that I get to do what we get to do every week on the show, like doing different characters and and building up different things. And uh, it's opened uh, a lot of cool doors and stuff for me. But uh, it's it's been awesome getting to like uh, kind of flex that improv muscle because I've been an improviser even longer than stand up. And with this format, it really like lends itself to like kind of being able to show that off to people. Yeah. People said like uh, in Steve Martin's book, he says like uh, when you start doing comedy, you will use everything that you have ever learned in your life. You'll, yeah. You, so drums and I used to have a costume box when I was a kid, all that. So now it's like Dude, all. Me being able to play sax as a comedian has literally, you know, helped that along with my other skill set has helped me tour the country, whether it be the comedy jam with Josh Adam Myers and that crew or kill Tony or like with Reagan Watkins more recently, yeah. like it's opened so many doors. So it's been pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, us too. Uh, this is from at Tennessee volunteers on Reddit. When will Chroma Chris get his own mic? Oh, um, I don't know. I guess we'd have to, um, I don't decide that. <laughs> um, what do you guys think? What, what do Joel and I think? Yeah. Uh, I think it's, it's cool with the, just the one, right? I think I think it's good. I think it's good as is because Pat and I used to share a mic, exactly, and yeah. honestly, what is good about that is it makes you choose your moments even just a little bit more. Because sometimes, like Pat and I would literally be like, "Oh no, that's not quite worth it." You know what I mean? And the way it's been your track record recently, you've just been. <laughs> Killing like because we're so close, we're literally this close yeah. on Kill Tony anyway. So you can just be like this, or you can lean in. I try not to do this the whole time unless I have something like in the chamber 
to go. So it's usually like between Chris and I. So I don't know. Yeah. And I, I actually uh, agree a hundred percent that it's, it's great where it is because I, I won't say something that is absolutely terrible in, in bombs. It's like, I, I have to think about it for a second. I'm like, okay, let's give it a try. And then like, yeah, it's just not right there in front of me. I'm not going to just say something. And I'm just in the back wiling out. <laughs> Good grief. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Joel's happy to have his own mic and he's happy to yell into mics on this podcast. <laughs> Uh, this is going off, uh, uh, one of the other questions ago, trying to get through as many of these as possible. I did an AMA on Reddit and, uh, trying to answer as many of these as possible without being too long witted, uh, at another floor turd on Reddit, Chris was gifted a custom built guitar at a show in San Francisco. Uh, what other cool shit have y'all been gifted? Also, do y'all have a PO box to send stuff to, or do you have an Amazon wish list or something of that sort? Thanks for all you do guys. I do now. <laughs> I'll, I'll Instagram that out later. Yeah. I mean, we've been, like, we just talked about Chris. I uh, was gifted some cool stuff. We've all been, there's been some clothing companies that have been really nice to us. Actually, Joel is sporting some upper part clothing uh, right now. Uh, this hat th- that I'm wearing, Crown City, is a is a Kansas City-based company that, uh, that they put out a bunch of KC stuff, and I'm from Kansas City, so he's been super cool and has sent me a bunch of stuff. And uh, I think the coolest thing that I ever received was... Oh, I don't know if I... This is the coolest thing I, oh, I ever received. It, it's a uh, it's the official Jeremiah Watkins sax pipe. And oh uh, somebody sent me it. this, did custom packaging and everything, and they sent it to me from South Africa. So... Amazing. Shout out to you, buddy. Um, that was like, Joel, uh, do you have anything to go off that? Just all of it, man. Everybody's been from the comments to, you know, people have Venmoed me. People have given me clothing, uh, food. We've been invited to breweries like in different cities. And yeah, um, just, yeah, all of it. All art. Of it's I mean, great. people have made posters for us. They've sent us like art. Um, you've been, I think at San Francisco, that guy made a, a giant yeah. wood piece. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. We're super, really cool. super grateful for all those interactions and all the people who contribute their talents to us. Yeah. Like and the people have made animations and stuff for this show and stuff like that. Like it's, it's great. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. Keep doing it. We appreciate it. I love free stuff. You can send stuff to the Kill Tony band at the comedy store. Attention, Jeremiah Watkins. Uh, and uh, 8433 Sunset Boulevard, Los Angeles, California, 90069. I don't know if they'll be upset that I'm blasting out their address on uh, <laughs> on my YouTube show, on my podcast. People but can Google you know, it. They're probably fine. Um, let's see. I'll try to... Uh, uh, okay. At Hut Houston, what characters did you have the hardest time getting into? Do you ever have inner conflict between doing what the crowd wants and what you want? For instance, does Joel ever feel obliged to be Jolina even when he doesn't want to? No, not recently. Recently, I kind of I enjoy doing it because um, I like that people get a kick out of it. I love the reaction that it's, yeah. I can't believe anybody cares about a character that I've done. So I, I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Chris? And I was going to say even uh, you've had people dress up um as your characters you're right yeah yeah, yeah. cassandra cast yeah. came dressed as jolina a few weeks cool. ago it was awesome um 
What was it? What was the question again? What do you have the the characters hardest getting uh, into? What I'll say about yeah. that is, uh, I think that the the hardest characters that we have getting into are the ones where we don't have a clear point of view whenever we're going into the show. Sometimes we find it on the show, and the characters where we end up not finding a clear point of view during the show, those are usually the characters that we don't bring back because there's nothing to go off of. Honestly, people liked when uh, sometimes people like when we dress up as like famous like um, video game characters or uh, cartoon characters. And in my opinion, those are the hardest to get into because it's such a surface level. It's literally like all of those things are literally two dimensional characters. They like, unless you're like geeked out, like fanage where you, you know, like you're a fanboy of them, you know, their long backstory. I mean, we could always do our own takes on that, but a lot of people, because they're so known, it actually hurts us to to improvise with them like the mara and luigi characters stuff like that it's like where do you like they're so iconic that it's hard like you can go dirty with them that's kind of an an obvious thing for any of those kind of things so for me that's those are the ones that are really hard i agree i was i was gonna say the street fighter when we did street fighter was that was was probably yeah but it's like you said like it's a video game that I'm just not familiar with. And yeah. there's a bunch of people. And if you say something wrong, you get blasted with it. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't play video games. My, so that my favorite really thing that I did as, as Ryu was uh, whenever a joke did not do well, I would Harry carry myself and just like commit, like, <laughs> like dishonor, like just stab myself and then fall to the ground, which maybe I'll bring that back for a different character. Cause I don't see us being street fighters no, <laughs> characters yeah. again. You're, you're always my touchstone for that. Like I'll, I'll pitch a lot of things that aesthetically look cool, but then they have no point of view. So we just, we trash them. Yeah. Uh, at, Gerstworth, Chroma Chris, are you shy or is that mic just too far away? I feel like whenever you talk, it kills, but it's like less than once an episode. Hashtag justice for Chroma Chris. Hashtag get this man a mic. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just I choose wisely what I say. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, I just um, I know I I know when, if something's going to hit, so I'll say it. Um, other than that, yeah, I try to be kind of quiet in a way. Um, it is kind of a... a not so much a shy thing, but um, it, it someone like you know Jeremiah and Joel who have these really quick minds and can just come up with something just so fast. Um, I, I'm I know I'm like a, a small step behind, so um, it takes me a little bit, you know, more to come up with something. You're I feel a sniper, like. dude. Yeah, long distance. Exactly. Yeah. Up. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll I'll choose my moments. <laughs> That's nice. Uh, from Instagram at Rock and Pins. Who is your dream guest for Kill Tony? Do you guys have a dream guest? Yeah, I got a, I got a few. Yeah, yeah. name him. I Gilbert Gottfried, I think, would be really great. Okay, great. And um, I mean, of course, like Chappelle Rock, but I think Gilbert Gottfried would be really interesting. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. Chris? Um, well, right now I'm, um, I'm really big on. Uh, there's this comedian out here, uh, Henry Zabrowski, who is a, a stand-up. I think he would be great and give some really good um, feedback to some of these people out here. Um, he's very like a William Montgomery esque comic out here. Nice. I'll take George W. Bush too. Uh, my two. I mean, just because I mean they're giant influences on me. But like, if Jim Carrey or Steve Martin was awesome. ever on the show, it would be. Especially since Steve Martin just put out like his master class on comedy, I feel like he'd be a guest who would give really good advice, and he would 
you know, send in jokes and stuff like that as well. That'd be like crazy fun. David Allen Greer. Oh, that'd be awesome. Uh, yeah, there's so many. I mean, we could go forever. Yeah. These are dreams. Yeah. I was going to say, doesn't Dana Carvey live down the street somewhere? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would oh love man. To Dana Carvey would be ridiculous. I bet he'd love the show, especially with like the Dana Carvey show, how off the rockers that show yeah. was. Uh, at B Watson 82 on Instagram, will you put a hidden track on the Reagan Watkins album? Um, I'm going to say no, just because uh, it's a 23 track album. So, uh, all the stuff is right up there in the front and uh it's gonna be freaking awesome it's being mastered right now so we're super pumped about that and like i said chris lended his talents on bass and joel lended his talents on drums for some of the tracks so we're like uh we're freaking pumped about that and it sounds good i was showing joel over the weekend in texas uh yeah one of the tracks i'm excited man yeah 21 tracks 23 23 fuck yeah that's awesome man uh, at linen underscore tequilas, do y'all each have a favorite character? This was like one asked by a bunch of different people. Like, what are our favorite um, characters uh, to play? We met this dude in Fort Worth. He was cool. Linen tequilas. Um, I'll let you start, Jeremiah. I've got a lot of different favorites. Um, Feminist Stacy's up there. Uh, Shanks. Love Kent Begler. Catbagler t-shirt available at jeremiahwatkins.tv slash shop. Uh, <laughs> shameless plug. Um, I love doing, like, I love doing Snape, Professor Snape, uh, Doc Brown from Back to the Future. Uh, I like some of the more, like, some of them we've only done once. I love Vampire Elvis uh, that was, like, forever ago, but we, like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is. Oh, dude. I guess I missed that I one. Might, we might have to bring that back. <laughs> uh, sad Darth Vader. Like some of these have only that been done once. Great. Sad Darth Vader. How about you, Chris? I want to know which ones you like. Yeah, we, never, we never really talk about it. Um, I, uh, well, hands down, my favorite is the uh, the redneck characters that we do, like the NASCAR rednecks, just because that's it's... That's white trash right Yeah, now. that's so close to home that it's just... it's. Oh yeah, Amazing. you're from Oklahoma. I'm from Kansas. Yeah, yeah, and we know people like that. Yes, hunt, yes, <laughs> we completely know people like that. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, I just had a lot of fun just making it very gross and white trash looking. Well, yeah, you have like those shorts and stuff that you put on. Short and... shorts, and I uh, cut my t-shirt into like a belly t-shirt. Um, <laughs> Joel, <laughs> Joel hit me up whenever we were gonna do those. He's like, uh, "Do you have any wigs?" I was like. I actually have three mullet wigs if you want me to bring them. They're like, you have three? I'm like, yeah, I just collected them over time. I just, I have them, yeah. I almost did white face for that one. Oh my goodness, it's so funny. Is that I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have been offended. I think that's hilarious. I'm trying to think of mine. Uh, I love Jolina. I think uh, I like the mobsters a lot. Um, oh, mechanics yeah. Mechanics yeah. is one of my oh, favorite. Some, yeah, those are fun. Um, police, I like. Uh, anything really that has had a clear I like perspective. The, I like the king and the knight. Nights a lot. Yeah. Uh, I One of my favorite um, Kill Tony moments, which this is probably a, a, um, another question on here, but um, one of my favorite Kill Tony moments, uh, it's kind of like an obscure thing, but whenever we were the detectives and uh, there's this guy who was going on and on about how he's an improviser and how he does improv, and and I just told Tony, I was like, I'll do an improv, I'll do an improv scene with this guy right now and Danny lowered the lights to a spotlight and we did an improv scene in the middle of kill Tony. And I was like, as soon as I said, yes, I was like, why did I agree to that? The stakes are so high right now. Yeah. 
and it luckily it went well but i was like this is like just a cool moment on the show like my heart started pounding because i know you can get into it but it's hard to put a bow on something like that yeah towards the end and you and i was like please wrap it up and you did it perfectly and i was like oh of course why did i ever doubt (laughs) but i mean uh the the diner waitresses those are super fun we'll have to bring those back there's i mean there's been so many like if you another plug but this is just kind of cool this is something i've been doing for a while that uh uh that i've told chris and joel about on my instagram profile at jeremiah standup there's something called highlights that you can scroll and watch different people's highlights i have over 26 different characters from different shows on there doing little snippets of sound bites Mm -hmm. and you start to look and you're like almost all of them are from kill tony like i'd say about 90 percent of them are from kill tony and you're just like whoa they've done a lot of characters yeah. on kill tony and there's those a new one every single week yeah oh yeah a lot of them like haven't even been for sure like i forget sometimes to put some of them on there and stuff like that yeah sometimes just like uh going back to that improv thing it's not that we don't like it's like watching your friend tightrope walk and it's sure. like, please. It's like whenever I see someone I know go up on Kill Tony, I'm like, please do well, you know, because yeah. I'm going to have to kill you after this if you don't. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, this is a this is a fun music question. At Mink Blots, what's each of your top three music artists? Viva La Joburg. Thank you. Chris, I want to know. No, that's you. you oh, me? Joburg. Oh, yeah. me. me no, three. I thought three all of us. Okay, yeah. go first. What's so each of your top three music artists? Do you have... Oh me, yeah. Go uh, ahead. Dang, this is hard. I would say, um, oh, there's there's too many. Uh, I'm in the same way. I don't yeah, know. Um, I'm gonna say, uh, for me, Muse is in my top three. Um, uh, I think, you know what? And people might. I'm just going off of the ones that I listen to the most that I think that have the longest like longevity. It's easy to say something like the Beatles because their catalog is so huge, so I'm not going to say that. Uh, but, I, dude, I love the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. I listen to their best of whenever I fly all the time. They get a bad rap. It's so weird. They're so easy to hate from uh, from other people, but they are, they've done a lot of great music. Yeah. An- I mean, Anthony Kiedis, obviously another uh, one of my favorites that I've done on the show. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I, I listen to so many different genres that it'd be hard to. It's hard. It's hard to narrow yeah. them down. I'll just start. I'll rattle like ten. I, I like Black Flag, The Descendants, uh, The Clash, Pennywise. I just started listening to a lot of Migos because Tony got me into Migos. Migos, good. Yeah. Uh, you know everything. Talib Kweli. I like a lot of like hip hop. Uh, yeah. I listen to everything. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I listen. Um. Same way. It's just. It, uh, there's a lot. Um. Weezer's great. Blink one eighty two. I'm I'm a big like Ryan Ryan Adams is probably one of my top favorites. Ryan Adams is really good. Um, Ryan Adams. uh, I listen to a lot of like garage rock kind of music. So like King Kong and Barbecue Show. Um, White Fang. uh, White Fang is awesome. Chris has Beatles tattoos. I don't know if you know this. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. My my whole um well not my whole so this part of my chest and down to my arm like all that's like a Beatles tattoo oh all, all that's like a beatles tattoo just all over here oh really yeah wow um it's it was um because yeah just growing up like being such an influence from my dad you know and telling me like hey learn these beatles learn songs. these they, mccartney riffs and stuff. they became a huge part of like you know just actually like me musically so i ended up getting this and it's um it's a bunch of their lyrics but i had them like illustrated so there's like uh something like what it ties it all together is like a long and winding road 
Um, and That's there's awesome. a, yeah, and there's like a blackbird, and there's like a face in a jar, and walrus. Um, yeah, walrus and wow. and stuff like that. So yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm gonna so I'm gonna say for me, Muse, Justin Timberlake, and the Beatles. I'll say that. Okay, let's do three each of us. Okay, Ryan Adams. Um, uh, I, I, I would probably say like Josh Homie from, um, Queens of the Stone Age, which I, I told you about that, right? Huh? The, oh, I told Joel uh, yeah, yeah, on yeah. the road. Does it have dude, to be is he coming road? on the show? No, no, no. Oh, so, dang. dude, uh, one of the, the weeks that I was gone for Kill Tony, I was working on, uh, Jeff Ross's, uh, uh, show on Netflix, Historical Roast, mm-hmm. uh, which will be out in the spring on Netflix. And, uh. Josh Homme ended up playing one of the characters on the show, and Avery Pearson and I rehearsed with him, and I played guitar for when he sang. That's amazing. It was that's incredible. It was insane. I was like, it was oh, insane. Shit. Like it was one of those things where it's just like we were like running it back and literally like legit like rehearsing like running. He's like he literally changed some of the guitar stuff on there. He's like, yeah, oh, I think it'll sound better if you do it like this. And we we're like, yeah, sure. You're like, what are you talking about? You don't know it. No. Yeah, yeah, he he plays in a certain way. Like if you've yeah. ever if you've ever watched you know like Queens of Stone Age live or whatever. Yeah. I get exhausted watching him sing and play at the same time, just because he's constantly moving his fingers and he's constantly going. But he's just singing so smoothly over the top of it. Mm-hmm. It's to me, it's just like, dude, slow down, stop moving your fingers for a second, let the other guys do it. Yeah, like, he's yeah, he's oh, and Dave Grohl's another another big one of mine. Like, oh yeah, top, yeah, that's awesome. I love the Ramones. Ramones are great. Ramones, Black Flag, Descendants nice. for today. For today, I know there. It's hard to to narrow down to three. All right, I'll do one or two more questions. Uh, then we got to get into sax talk. Ah, uh, oh man, there's so many good questions. We're gonna have to do a part two for sure. Um, <laughs> this is just funny. At Reed underscore Barry, has there ever been a character Tony asked to not appear again? Yes, there is. Um, it was when uh he labeled us as crazy. Um, but we were mental patients. To me, those are two very different things. But whenever you label someone as crazy in improv, instantly, you 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 throw everything that they say out the window. You can't hold true to that but we on our end we didn't establish it soon enough up front so it was one of those things where i out of like pride want to bring those characters back to try to write that because that episode was pretty rough yeah that's what happened with the drug episode with pat too it was like we were supposed to be we were supposed to be representing drugs i was supposed to be cocaine Joel was Molly. I was ecstasy, I think. Oh, and Pat, ecstasy, yeah. uh, Chris was ecstasy. Ecstasy. Pat was bath salts. I was weed, I think. And you were yeah. weed. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But we were gonna represent it, but we got uh, as drug addicts, and it really like. Yeah. So then we started acting like we were yeah. more, more erratic than right, personifying the drug. Because we got labeled drug. as that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we've been we've done a better job of that recently, like labeling up top. Right and, away. You know, yeah. You got yeah. to it. Super. Yeah. Important. Tony's worked with us. We've we figured it out. I think. Yeah. So. Uh, Tobias Turbs, number one Kill Tony moment that you will always remember. Chris, Joel. Wait, Joel, you go first. I got to think of mine. Um, there's so many, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one of, one of my favorite ones is just like watching you guys laugh out of the corner of my eyes. Like whenever I've like thrown up on stage or, uh, from eating so much during that episode, um, or like the waxing that happened, 
like I mentioned the improv scene and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, obviously the Joe Rogan moment is definitely up there. Like yeah, that was awesome. Like just like, because that got like a standing ovation, like instantly, like whenever we came out to do that, yeah. like you as Tony and like you bring me out as Rogan and, and Chris is Josh Martin. It's like it's so dusting good. your shoulders. So funny. Yeah, five year anniversary is a top one. Uh, really, anytime we're all on the same wavelength, I think, and we're all like backing each other up, working because you can feel it. It's like real tight up there. That I would say that. Um, I think. I mean, I, I, I think the weigh in was probably my favorite, was a great just because one. of oh, how yeah. horribly, were, like, no, no, not how fat you were, but just how little weight tony gained like <laughs> it's like one pound yeah and like at the weigh-in when he stepped on the thing like beforehand and we saw we're just like oh god <laughs> i think he was like oh no or something yeah he had checked dude uh oh man um do you have a best line that you that you remember that you've done from uh kill tony chris not really not um I, it's from at bam bam Beto. I don't know. I don't remember a lot of my lines. I, I don't really remember yes like yesterday's Last lines. night you asked yeah. like you were a priest and you asked the guy if on a scale from one to ten how old was he. Oh yeah. That was, <laughs> that was a good, a good one. one. That was a I good uh, one. I had a cool moment in Fort Worth. Um you you guys can watch it, but uh It's not out yet, yeah. Should I not talk about it? No, yeah, you, by the time it'll be I bet it'll be out by the time. So this, this is girl out. with uh alopecia, she was she had she traded wigs with me on stage and that, she was super cool, real trooper, man. She was like down for the for the show and everything. So we switched wigs and this wig had a bandana and I come out as uh Jolina in Fort Worth. And so that got a pop, but then when I said jacked it, it off, it like I felt the room kind of you know, oh, dude, it rippled the room heavier. So yeah. that, that was kind of intense to feel, to oh, feel that leveled it. Oh, I, I guess I remember, um, when, <laughs> when we were, uh, when we were detectives. Yeah. When we were detectives, um, this one, I, I can't, I know who it was, but I can't remember the guy's name, but he bombed really, really bad. And I just like, I took out my notepad and I was just asked him, I was like, and when was the last time that you saw these punchlines? <laughs> yeah. And it just blew up. And I was just yeah. like, oh, I didn't know it was going to be that good. But. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. It's awesome when that happens. Uh, last question for sure. Uh, this is from Alice Hamilton, Miss Alice Hamilton on Instagram. What last minute costumes are you most proud of? Which costumes have been the most expensive? Which ones will you never do again? And have you ever performed when you're really sick? Which a lot of the questions were also, what's our process? Which we should probably cover for how we, how we pick the, uh, the costumes every week and and the characters and stuff like that. Uh, usually, um, there's a group text that goes out um, where we kind of decide what we want to do. We have gotten together at one point and making made like a target list of like things that we want to be in the future. Sometimes we pick certain ones out of ease, like uh, out of what we already have. So we don't have to go shopping, especially like whenever we came back from Texas, it was some, you know what I mean? Like whenever we've been on the road for a while, we want to choose one that's like obtainable to get without doing hours of shopping. Yeah. Joel usually takes care of, um, the costume shopping for us and, uh, be phone calls and, and picture texts that are going on for approval and stuff like that. Uh, but it really comes down to what I usually, I'll sometimes veto some character suggestions if I feel like there's no point of view there. If I'm like, ah, it's just a visual gag. Yeah. Like we can't run with that for an hour and a half. 
Uh, what sure. would you guys say? I, I go to you for that. Yeah, I think that you like to keep the audience guessing. So if something's too on the nose, we won't do it either. Um, like a year or so ago, like on St. Patty's Day, we were leprechauns. So like, <laughs> like we now because people th- then people start to to guess like, oh, are they going to do this because this is coming up? I don't like that. So like, I I throw a lot of misdirects where you're like you're 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 literally never going to be able to guess what. Every once in a while, somebody will will guess ahead of time. I'm like, dang it, I gotta yeah. <laughs> gotta throw more curveballs at them. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I know one that you'll probably never do again. Was that part of the question? One yeah, never do again. Yeah, because um, I've tried to. I've I've asked a few times if we could do ICP again because um, I didn't get to do it. Insane clown posse. I actually but... haven't done that one yet. Oh, you guys didn't do it? Was I, that just I, you and Pat? Just... So me and Pat did it. The face paint was a, a doozy. It was people. So... You know, it's funny. People, a bunch of people have asked. If we can do that one. Yeah. 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 I mean, we're going to have to lock ourselves in a room like a, a few hours before the show. And then the rest of the day, you, if you think putting on ICP face paint is scary, wait till it doesn't like completely wash off. <laughs> I paint you have my to face. walk around the store like that. I it's paint like, my face brown yeah. all the time. Well, that's offensive. Well, like, because <laughs> that sounds As a bad. werewolf. Yeah. Not, not, not. As yeah. a, a werewolf for yeah. his, uh, for his I, band. I'm in a, I'm in a band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, um, some of the, uh, some of our cheapest costumes I've been, or, but those are the ones that I'm really proud of to, to like, whenever we stretch like our $5 budget, I yeah. mean, some of them like that, some, some of them end up being more expensive that you're like, you spend that much money on some of these, but yeah. you know, sometimes I've, um, allegedly, uh, bought stuff and returned it the day after Joel does that all the time. So maybe. Luckily, some of the stores he goes to have pretty good uh, return policies. Yeah, they don't ask. One time, some guy's like, "Why and why are you returning this?" I go, ah, "I just don't need it anymore." And they're like, uh, "Okay." They're like, "Okay, I hate my job." <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, not a problem. Um, I think did she ask if you? What was the last one? If you've ever performed sick, was that one? Uh, yeah, you have, right? You had food I have, poisoning. I had food poisoning on one of the episodes, and uh, uh, I threw up. As Alfred, whenever we were uh, different Batman characters, I went off screen, threw up, and then I came back on and finished the show because I'm a freaking gamer, dude. Uh, I I got sick and um, I had to leave the stage. I think it was like halfway through because um, I th- I all of a sudden got hit with the cold. Or it wasn't even cold. It was like a flu because I was, um, yeah, definitely throwing up. So, um yeah, that wasn't good. I passed out backstage. Yeah, I've been lucky, man. I don't know. But every time I, I'm about to get sick, I think of you. I'm like, if Jeremiah could do it with food poisoning, I can do it. That's what I tried to do, and I passed no, out. No, yours was bad, oh. yeah. <laughs> uh, my buddy my buddy uh, Rick Wood, one time like I was texting him. I'm like, I feel sick. I don't know if I should go to this thing. He's like, better to be on uh, sick on stage than at home. So I try to I try to do that one. A lot of times, adrenaline will save you, and then as soon as you step off stage, you're sick again. Yeah, yeah. But I've also gone on stage where... That wasn't the case, and I just had like a, a runny nose for like fifteen minutes on set. Where I was like, "Yeah, it's like the horrible. whole the whole front row is wet." It's like, Ugh. <laughs> yeah, it's like a Gallagher show. It's <laughs> <Just> like <laughs> Gallagher. <laughs> <laughs> Who's ready for comedy? <laughs> Let's get into this final segment: sax talk. Oh, sax. All right, sax talk here live with Joel Berg and Karoma Chris. They're going to share stories of a sexual encounter, and I'm going to play some sweet, sweet saxophone underneath. Joel, do you want to start? Yeah, sure. 
So uh, this is before I had the internet or anything like that. Porn was not readily available. Um, VHS porn was still a thing. This is pre-DVD. And uh, my brother had a roommate who they lived in our garage together. And uh, he had um, a milk crate full of good porn. Because before that, I had only seen like weird, like shitty stuff. And he had like whatever was the new releases of that year on VHS. And uh, so one day when they were gone, I went into the garage. And I just stole a bunch of them. Because I was like, what's what's he going to do? Tell that I stole his porn? This is a perfect crime. He'll be too embarrassed. He's never going to tell anybody. I did my thing with the porn. And then a few weeks later... We were uh, in the car. It was me, my mom, my brother, and this roommate. And uh, out of nowhere, he said something about me stealing his porn in front of my mom. He, he said, he was like, yeah, he's like something, blah, 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 steal my porn, right, Joel? And I didn't expect this guy to just not give a fuck about saying it in front of my mom or anything. And uh, But it was such a weird moment that nobody said anything. It was quiet. And in the long run, I did get away with it. Yeah. So you just... Hard times. It was, a good, it was a good video, man. You just... You just Stole that porn and then you got called out right in front of your mom. What'd your yeah. mom say? I I don't even know if she heard. It was like one of those things that was where you so, started sweating like yeah. immediately. Like, <gasps> yeah, I was like, oh my god, this guy just brought it up. I thought nobody would ever talk about this. Wow. And he brought it up, and I think it was so weird that nobody ever talked about it again. How old so, were you? Oh fuck, I don't I don't know, man. Thirteen, fourteen, maybe fifteen. But I still remember like uh, the what the cover looked like and everything. And the name of the video also. Never mind. Moving Do you on. still have it? You said you stole it, right? I don't you, know. you said you got away with it. I probably threw it away once DVDs came out. <laughs> Classic mistake. I'm 31. Uh, Chris, uh, do you want to uh, you want to share yours, and I'll follow you. Uh, I have one. It's kind of it's kind of gross. Do it, dude. I love it. Do it. All right. Um, I hope poops involved. No. Um, so it was, uh, it was with an ex-girlfriend, um, and it was her birthday and, um, yep, go give a little birthday. So, um, we, we got back to my place and then, um, started doing the birthday, the birthday stuff, you know, started get. Looking good on your birthday, girl. Oh, yeah. Girl, I think you should, uh, you should probably lay down on that bed. <laughs> All right, so... Speeding it along, uh, just about then. Um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> that birthday, that birthday song. I was trying to find it, <laughs> and then I, I only found part of it. Keep going. Should, 
Okay. So, um, uh, yeah. So then we started doing our thing and, um, and we know I don't have the best comedic timing. So, um, at, at, at this point when things started to go south, um, I was, um, I will say that I had the bird's eye view. Like she couldn't really see what was going on. And then I just so happened to, to see something that she didn't. And um, with my, wanted to be a little silly. <laughs> so, so I, um, I said, wow, looks like a murder scene down here. I can't unsee that. <laughs> so um i have been scared of periods ever since i ruined uh the relationship was over i um worst of all i ruined my sheets so girl just a recap yes had her period had her period, and you called it a crime scene? It looked like a murder scene. Looked like a murder scene. Because there was blood. At... We should... Hey, do you guys like Joe's Pizza? No, no, no. We're going to oh. we're gonna get more in-depth than this. Okay. So you just... I just want the play-by-play to make sure that the listeners and viewers are clear. Let's try to keep it so, clean. So you like, were having she sex. Couldn't. She had her period, and then you tried to make a joke out of it, basically. Yes. And she like was horrified and like so... Embarrassed? Embarrassed. Yes. Wow. Um, How do you feel about that? I thought it was funny, and then I, I very quickly realized this is not funny. Um, and then, I, like I said, I've been scared ever since. Hi, it's Tiffany. I can't believe you just told our period hook-off story on the show. Um, Tiffany, I think it's it's over. Period. <laughs> Chroma Chris coming in hot one more time to close this. Chris Berg, Chris Berg. Well, uh, guys, uh, this has been uh, super fun. A great way to end um, the podcast with some... With a, a period story of uh, Chris trying to make a joke out of something, and then um, somebody uh, it ruining their teenage years. Jesus! Oh, this wasn't teenagers. How, wait, how old were you? <laughs> uh, this was last week. This was boom. Um, um, we'll say it was when I. Uh, we'll say like three years ago. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I think I was around. <laughs> anyway. Hoorah. Hey. Um, wait, were you? Yeah. Oops, my bad. Nope, it was a long time ago. Wow. So this is in Los Angeles. <laughs> wow. Nope. Uh, <laughs> it, it, yeah. Okay. I think on it, well. You think we're, what? We're getting a, a last phone? minute call. A yeah, last yeah, phone yeah. call? Yeah, yeah. Uh, hello? Hi, this is Tiffany's period blood. Big, big, so, big pardon, what did you say? This is Tiffany's period blood. Is Chroma Chris there? Oh my hey. goodness! We've never had period blood call into the show before. This is disgusting. <clears throat> it's, I, w- it's I wish. A natural function. I All wish right. I could say it was good to see you. Yeah, I think you need to grow some balls and jump in there next time. Chris, what? response on that? <laughs> Wait, you say that again? Grow some balls and jump in there. 
It's 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 a scary scene. Oh, this is uh this is very strange. Uh, Chris's penis is calling into the show right oh, now. I got a bone to pick with him. Uh, hello. Uh, Chris's uh penis. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> wow, your penis is cool, Chris. Wow, that voice doesn't match your confidence at all. Yeah, they call me Shaft. <coughs> uh, I'm kind of glad that it, things didn't work out, actually, now that I hear your uh, voice. Anything to re- rebut that, Chris's penis? Um, uh, I don't... I'll, I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> time just dive right in all right fuck me all right tiffany's period and chris's penis uh wow really glad we extended the show for that last call Woo, oh, good thing we ended on that one no no it's good uh we could edit it chris nope chris <laughs> <laughs> it stays my friend chris's penis and tiffany's period blood is going to stay on this show because you never know who's gonna call in on jeremiah wonders chris plug yourself right now where can people find you on on the socials, your music, all that stuff. Uh, yeah, just uh, Chroma Chris on Instagram. Um, and then also um, I'm all around L.A. playing shows with uh, Drac and the Swamp Rats. We're going to be playing a few shows. Um, I think we got one lined up. It's already November, right? So December, yeah. um, like the second week of December, I'll post something about it. You could check us out. I believe that's in San Diego. So. Awesome. And uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Joelberg, you want to plug anything? Yeah, I'm at mostly sorry on on everything, and now I will uh, always I, be. I learned a real strong lesson today that maybe uh, less is more, and uh, sometimes you go that extra bit, and uh, maybe I shouldn't have, and that's a good lesson for your life, you know. Maybe just don't don't do too much, and just uh, end on the big laugh. I mean, that's a, that's a good rule of thumb for all of us, my friend. Uh, I love doing Kill Tony. With you guys every week, I love being able to work with you guys, come up with different characters, and uh, uh, I have a lot of a lot of great memories with you guys. And I'm excited to uh, to continue working with you guys and make more. And uh, if you're watching this or you're listening to this, uh, go check out uh, get the Cat Burglar T-shirt available at JeremiahWatkins.tv/shop. Thank you guys so much for watching Jeremiah Wonders, Joelberg, Chroma, Chris, Jeremiah Watkins saying. Goodbye. Hey everyone, hope you enjoyed the episode. Remember to email your boy Jeremiah Watkins at gmail.com, your kindness challenge letters, as well as music submissions. And if you want me to do any impressions, characters, or covers of songs on the show, email me there as well. Thanks so much for listening, and thank you to Joe's Pizza on Sunset for that sweet, sweet pizza party. Love you guys. Talk to you soon.